Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, August 16th. Find your people, find your identity. Today's scripture reading is from Mark chapter 3, verses 13 through 19 from the message translation, which reads, He climbed a mountain and invited those he wanted with him. They climbed together. He settled on twelve and designated them apostles. The plan was that they would be with him, and he would send them out to proclaim the word and give them authority to banish demons. These are the twelve. Simon, Jesus later named him Peter, meaning rock. James, son of Zebedee. John, brother of James. Jesus nicknamed the Zebedee brothers Boanerges, meaning sons of thunder. Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the hothead, Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. This is God's word. Allow me to draw again from Andy Crouch in The Life We're Looking For, Reclaiming Relationship in a Technological World, as he explores three truths of personhood that he names this way. One, there's a difference between something and someone, and that difference is called personhood. Two, personhood is something given to us through another person. Three, personhood isn't static. Persons are meant to grow. It's that second truth we want to zero in on with today's reading from Mark's Gospel. Personhood is a gift from other persons. Find your people, find your identity. This is how he elaborates on this truth. He writes, While nothing can truly take away our personhood, only another person can fully give it to us. This is the second essential truth. It is when another person's face and voice recognize us, not for what we can offer them, exploitation, but for what we intrinsically are, contemplation, that we know who we are. We are meant to know that we are persons in and through the recognition of others. In the end, we are not individuals. Only when we know and are known by others can we become fully ourselves. And this word, fully, leads to the third truth. While personhood can be denied, though never truly taken away, and it can be gravely harmed, it can also be developed. There is tension, if not paradox here. There is nothing you can do or become that makes you more or less of a person. But being a person means you are designed to become something greater than you are. Persons are meant to grow. This is evident in childhood development and the astonishing innate drive of children to establish mutual recognition, to learn to communicate, to join and participate in a family and community. But it is also evident in the things that draw and drive us as adults. Above all, our loves. The pursuits that the Greeks called philia, friendship and kinship, and eros, sex and romance, and to which the first Christians added agape, self-giving and sacrifice. Insofar as all of these draw us into the lives of others, they are all schools of personhood, a lifelong invitation to a deeper and better life than we would know on our own. 
Schools of Personhood, with a long invitation to a deeper and better life than we would know on our own. That's what we're talking about. That's what Jesus actually did. It's what Jesus actually modeled. A school of personhood in which 12 students slash followers slash disciples found their name, a.k.a. their identity. Simon became Kepha, the rock. James, that would be Jacob, and John became Boanerges, thunderbolts, roughly, emphasis on the rough. Thomas became Didymus, second guesser, and the other Simon, the highly political and radical one, Kananian, hothead, literally one who boils, rather than merely being an ethnic tag of a Canaanite, which is a different word, and is one correction I just cannot help making to the message translation. And, anticipating tomorrow's devotional reading, even Jesus submitted his personhood to this traveling school of personhood when he asked them, Who do you say that I am? Imagine that. The nicknamer invites them to nickname him, which Peter readily supplies when he says, You are the Christ. What a risky process to put at the feet of your own school of personhood the question, Who do you say that I am? And you thought the school of personhood we know as a small group or family was supposed to be a safe place. So read again Mark 3, 13-17, this time paying attention to the stated reasons as to why Jesus called these twelve disciples. See what you see. Then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. What are the stated reasons Jesus had for calling the Twelve? What was he hoping to achieve? What schools of personhood have you experienced? What part of that experience has been positive? What part has been, shall we say, less than positive, challenging? Lord, you take the lonely and place them in families. Place me, graft me, plant me like a tree planted by the waters with roots ever deepening into you, even as they intertwine with others. Thank you that we are not just something to you, but someone. Let me flourish in this identity, even as it is shaped and impacted by those among whom I live and move and have my very being. Through your Spirit, in, upon, and with us. Amen.